Video games, video games, video games. Hey, big kitty. Oh, Look man. You. Look at you. Aren't you a fucking happy cat? Look at this guy. Settling in for a wholesome episode of Noob Talk Teague. Mm-hmm. Is Noob Talk wholesome? You think, you think we count as... Totally. I mean, wholesome is wildly subjective, right? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I think we're pretty wholesome. I, mean, I actually think we are pretty wholesome. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or no, not, I'm but I actually serious. do think we're wholesome. I'm being serious. Yeah. Uh, we don't swear that much. No, Sometimes we, really don't. we do. You know? Some episodes for sure have been less wholesome, but for the most part, I we, mean, don't, my... we don't push it. Not really. Yeah. No, it certainly don't push it. Yeah. No, but I, I mean, mean, in terms of swearing, you know? No. Like, uh, no. I think, like, probably, you know, what's, I mean,. There have been a few. There have been a few. Are you, are, you, are you on the show, are you more vulgar than me? Or are we about the same level of vulgarity? I think it depends entirely on the topic. <laughs> sometimes I think I am, but sometimes I know for sure you are. Yeah, that's true. That's 100%. True. I think I completely agree with you, yeah. Well, it was yeah. when you mentioned that your mom said something about swearing, and then I paid attention. Oh, yeah. Then I paid attention, and I was like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> that time, you were definitely more, more vulgar than me. Not the one that she complained about, but after you had mentioned yeah. it, I actually listened to what when we were talking and listening for swearing, and I was like, oh, yeah, no. I don't know what we were talking about, though. It was something, you know, um, that we thought was fucking ridiculous yeah. or was fucking amazing. You know? Either <laughs> one way, of the two. Something we were excited about. Yeah. <laughs> for either reason. Yeah. I think that I think that in my memory the most <laughs> vulgar I've been on the show is probably when I talked about when I got upset about something to do with Super Mario. Mm. I can't remember yeah. what it was, but I was frustrated with Nintendo for I think it was when they re-released the Super Mario like some 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 compilation that had Galaxy I want to say Galaxy mm. 64 and e- Sunshine? Yeah, God. And Sunshine is like widely recognized as like one of the least interesting Marios. Mm. You know, um, 64 is like, was, you know, completely revolutionary when it came out mm-hmm. and is really not that not that great to play now. Like it just does not hold up the same way. It's, it's early 3D. Yeah. Right? Anything early 3D. Like le- fantastic level design, but you know, Super Mario World is still the game to go back to right. because the graphics still don't look like. I mean, hey, you have to not mind pixel art, mm-hmm. but they still don't. They don't look like dog shit. Mm-hmm. They they just look like they've aged perfectly fine. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, they, look like, they look better than some new shit. Totally, totally. And it was like, yeah, I was pissed off because it was a pretty weak collection, and they were putting it at like eighty dollars plus tax, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. For essentially just Mario Galaxy that I can literally buy off Amazon.com for like eight dollars on on Wii, you mm-hmm. know, like, and I'm just like, guys, yeah, come I on. I mean, that made me really upset. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't feel like t- today, Josh, where doesn't feel that sore about it, but no, then Josh, uh, I think also when we were talking about restrictions at one point too, we swore quite a bit. Mm, restrictions with like um, COVID restrictions. COVID restrictions, yeah, COVID restrictions. I think we. we That's did. a hot topic for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is a that is an emotional topic, you mm-hmm. could say. Yeah. Maybe some NFT stuff too, because we're <laughs> laughing about it. Like, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, uh, welcome to uh, the not that vulgar, relatively would you call it, living room safe, relatively living room safe podcast that is Noob Talk Radio. Uh, I'm your host Joshua Osborne. With me here in the studio is Teague Anderson. And Teague, how are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you? Uh, I'm good. 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 Not too bad. I had a nice bike ride coming over. Well, <laughs> please elaborate. <laughs> the, the bike ride itself was fantastic. The cyclists were uh, decidedly less so. You know, I was really salty about that before. And like, I got to be honest, I think I, I read about Showa 66 a lot. Mm-hmm. It's completely gone. Good. You Good. know, like couldn't. I mean, they're still they're still awful. 
Yeah. They're still some of God's worst creations, but... I don't know about that, but, you know, <laughs> they are bad here. Montreal <laughs> is known for it. Yeah. yeah, there's a shade of the saltiness from before coming there's in. There's a lot of cyclists here that are dicks. Yeah, I just, I guess for the listeners, I, co- I contemplated going on, like, what would have been probably at least a 10-minute rant about uh, how much I hate Montreal cyclists. <laughs> and, uh, or could, should we call them, I feel like we're gonna need, we need, like, a fancy name for them. Like, I was going to say just spandex-wearing people, but that sounds horrible. There's got to be, like, like, you know spandex uh, you know i don't know spandex warriors or something mm. like you need to think up like a cool term for it yeah that like encapsulates both how obnoxious they are and like also like really easily makes you so you can identify them in a crowd <laughs> <laughs> well, it is pride month um <laughs> do we leave that joke in or do we cut it out cut i it think up. it's pretty funny i mean yeah well sure. <laughs> There's gonna be there's gonna be a coin sound effect in the middle there, and we're gonna desperately try to scramble back to on topic because yeah. we just had a massive rant mm-hmm. that went like I don't know I don't know how we got so so wildly off topic so fast, but um, <laughs> it was a, it was a perhaps a noob talk a noob talk radio. Um, it's Monday special award. We've got a case of the Mondays. Yeah, yeah. We've got a case of the Mondays. I've always got a case of the Mondays. Well, on Monday at least. <laughs> so yeah, where were we? Uh, welcome back to Noob Talk. Yeah, we already did that part. We introduced ourselves. Yep. Today's episode is episode forty-seven. And, um, yeah, we've been gone for, I guess, so this we missed a bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this will be, uh, for this week, it's a monthly episode. And I just want to say, extend a personal apology from myself to the listeners. And uh, say that, you know, like I said, uh, sometimes, unfortunately, life intervenes. Yes, and, it does. Uh, it, it was not intentional. We, we wanted to record, but shit just didn't work out. Uh, so. uh, uh, life uh, finds a way. Life finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, it does. Um, but, uh, you know, listen, we're here. I'm happy to be here. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to record this episode. So let's jump into first amazing topic. Take it away. Uh, in, in, the, in, a, in a segment that I'm tentatively titling Stay a While and Listen. That's for Matt. That's for you. That's pretty much for everybody who listens, I think. <laughs> Diablo 2 references. I'm not sure how many people would not be excited to see those. It was a really hard... I mean, Diablo 2 was like... Uh, I'm already doing it. Yeah, you go back to you. Yeah, I can't... I can't... Uh, <laughs> this is like when we used to hang out. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just it's shooting it's the fucking, shit. It's a fucking nightmare, man. It's just shooting the shit. <laughs> so on an article from May 25th, uh, there was uh, some talk about Elden Ring getting true co-op. There was, there was. And I got stupid excited. Like, <laughs> I ridiculous. Feel, I, I could, sent you the, the thing It was right only away. a messenger, but I could feel the excitement, excitement coming out of the messenger. Well, I didn't read it. I, I mean, I saw the article and I sent it right away and then I started reading it and I was like, oh shit, it's a mod. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't even apply to me. But for, for the record, we're talking about a Forbes article, uh, unfortunately not written by a friend of the show, Chris Holt, called Elden Ring is about to get true co-op this week. From May 20... I'm going to get it wrong. From May 25th. Correct. Back to you. Well, anyways, it just... I was really excited because, you know, co-op and Elden Ring, two things that I think uh, belong together. They absolutely do. I agree. And the fact that you can ride a horse with a buddy. Yeah. Or two. Yeah. Is amazing. Have we talked about uh, our our misgivings about uh, no horse? I do believe Okay. I do believe we um, have. So I guess it all, that all makes sense then. But uh, it, It's possible we didn't. But um, the, co- the way it goes now anyways, right, for co-op is mm-hmm. you can summon a friend in, but you can't ride your horse. Yeah. And you can't go too far in the world without it being blocked off. And Correct. Yeah. And I think yeah. that kind of isn't the case anymore. It, it's a gated community element. Yeah, not anymore. Um, yeah. The, from what I saw, you could go... On PC at least. Yeah, yeah, it's PC. It's a mod, right? So yeah. I think you can get mods on console. 
for really? a lot of games. Yeah, I remember seeing them for Fallout 4, Skyrim. But that's only when the games themselves allow that support, right? I believe. I yeah. think. Okay. And I think you void the warranty on your system the uh, second you... Your system or your game? On the system. No shit. The second oh, you install geez. a mod. I, uh, I could be wrong about that, okay, but right. I, I remember being really excited about it at one point and thinking I was going to do it, and I looked into it, and I was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I would say. Yeah. yeah. Like, but you know me, I'm also, I'm also like a really, like, I, like, you know, only official Sony everything. Mm -hmm. And, like, for, for hardware, like, absolutely no secondhand, and, like, yeah, never bought a third-party controller in my life. You know? Well, that's just dumb. I mean, why would you? Yeah. Controllers, yeah. like, they die, man. Yeah, um, no, they're, uh, I mean, yeah. And fortunately, you know, most of the, I find the modern controllers are actually very well built, I really. Yeah, they're I, expensive as hell, but they, to me, they work quite, it's like, it's only the battery I ever, ever have a problem with. I've had this conversation with some friends who uh, don't agree with me, but I agree with you. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're incredibly well made, uh, and they last, like, really long. I mean, they're not they don't last forever and they don't last as long as someone that games you know 10 hours a day would like but mm -hmm. when you actually think about the amount of wear and tear like I think it's pretty good I mean I was using my PS4 up until you know my uh, girlfriend was kind enough to give me a PS5 only I want to say three, three Christmas? Christmas yeah it was for Christmas and so I mean I was using my PS4 up until then and I got almost a lot like almost at launch PS4 like I think I got it like six nine months after it came out kind of thing like pretty soon after and launch. you were still using the same controller I only bought I bought one new controller okay the whole time so I, so one of my two controllers was from the beginning of when I got it wow and I was like that's to me that's pretty fucking impressive you know? it is like, I, I think they're uh, yeah. I've gone through quite a few but I mean certain games do a little more wear and tear right True. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I think. Uh, is it certain games or certain gamers? I've always. No, no, it's certain games for sure. Yeah. That require a hell of a lot more button pressing, mm. and also uh, how hard you press it. Right. You know the intensity yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. But um, you know, games where you have to uh, hammer X to run. Yeah. Like that's not. Or lest we forget quick time events, Resident Evil, yeah. where it's like dodge the boulder and like tap mm -hmm. X as fast as you can to like pull the rope or something. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I think it does depend what you play, but um, for the most part, I find they last pretty long. Um, mm -hmm. They're pretty well made. So I mean, you'll get a stick drift now and then. Yeah. But whatever. For yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. So, anyways, the fact that Elden Ring got true co-op blew my mind. Yeah. I I want to get a PC just to uh, be able to play with friends, but I don't have any friends on PC. So <laughs> kind of pointless. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, me too. When you first sent me this, I I thought that it was also. Content. I thought it was a patch. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I was like, "Oh shit, they're patching in. You can you can ride your horse in multiplayer now." Like, I mean, in fairness, you know, and we're we're taking this from like we said the Forbes article. The out, the Forbes article outlines uh, several other th uh, things that you can do, mm -hmm. right? Like with this mod, like it's not just horseback riding. Right. right it's right. like I think they allow maybe more people in the party. Yeah, uh, they take away. Four. Yeah, they take away fog. I think that is that. Oh yeah, they only do three, not true. I believe. Yeah, yeah. One console. Uh, I've never tried more than one, but um, that sounds extremely believable to me. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think they're taking away fog doors, so you can go from any area to any area. Okay, like, yeah. They removed the fog doors. They made it so that like you respawn, uh, like you don't quit session when you die. Right. Right. Um, like you'll respawn. So a bunch of like uh, you know features all designed to sort of make it like you said, quote unquote, true co-op. Um, but yeah, when you sent the article to me initially, I was just like, I mean, because we've talked about if we haven't talked about it on the show before, we're just a little. Both of us find it, I think, a bit. I mean, I don't mean to speak for you, but I think we're on the same page about this. Both of us find it a bit 
quizzical that you're not allowed to ride your horse. We just so, sort of don't understand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I, I, I assume it's a technical limitation. I don't really get how it would be. Um, and it's like the, you know, all the other shit in the mod actually doesn't really bother me. Like, the fog door stuff... I don't mind having to dezone and then rezone somewhere else. No. Like it's like totally I could live with that. Like I don't. And I guess also I'm maybe a bit more forgiving because with from software experience, I'm really used to the whole fog door thing. Mm -hmm. Like their their games have always been like that, so I'm just super super used to that mechanic. Yeah. Maybe it's just that, but I don't mind. I mean, even if it wasn't just that, it's like it's not that hard a problem to circumvent. No, not right? at all. You just like unsummon, resummon, whatever. Yeah, no, it's really just the it's the horse for me. Like I don't get in a game this open and wide that allows co-op so much that you can't ride your horse because it makes actual, like, just sort of fucking around with friends, like, kind of difficult? Well, impossible. It's, yeah, I mean, it, not impossible. Like, I just, I'll say, you know, just personal anecdote. I guess also to um, to mention quick, we've got two other articles here that I threw in um, that really just for points of reference uh, to just have a chat about this. There was an article from May 11th uh, off uh, PCGamesN.com, which we'll be talking about later. This new this games news website that previously I was sort of like completely unknown to me. Uh, but headline off there, Elden Ring sales exceed 13.4 million. Reports Bandai Namco, uh, so Elden Ring has done well. Uh, mm -hmm. That's not no particular big surprise. And then a two days later article, May 13th, on IGN called Elden Ring Overtakes Call of Duty Vanguard's U.S. Sales, Becomes Biggest Game of the Last Year. So these are just reference points to basically have a little chat about Elden Ring. Um, I should also say that pretty much this is what we've been playing to. Mm -hmm. Because I think you, you've been... I haven't played for a couple of weeks, but... Um... But yeah, when I did, that was the game I played. Yeah. yeah oh, I might have done one round of hunt or something, but like, sure. I really haven't. I didn't have power here for a while, and uh, I said I, I did set up upstairs, but I just didn't, just yeah. didn't play. I sure. Mean, didn't have the urge. No. Um. And I, yeah, and yeah. For me, I've actually only been playing Elden Ring. Yeah. So it kind of this this covers the what we've been playing at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. I just kind of I, I wanted to have a little chat about how Elden Ring's doing. And what that may mean for the industry, I suppose. It sounds, uh, you know, sounds big, but I actually I do feel that this game is is pretty like most people I think pretty big. But anyways, to go back to the co-op, back to my anecdote about uh, playing Elden Ring. I was playing uh, with a buddy of mine, Matt, friend of the show, and um, we kind of. I mean, you know, you say it's impossible. It it, it does really discourage it. I completely agree with you. Mm. But you know what we did was I so I just got to. I uh, actually googled a bunch of like recommended levels for areas in Elden Ring, and I realized that uh, I actually was overleveled for like almost all the areas I was thinking about. Even Siafra Riverwell, because when I first found Siafra River, Siafra—that's hard to say. Siafra Riverwell. Thank you. Um, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. This is like well, super high level. Well, you right? Yeah, I mean, I was like, I must have been 25 or something when I first found yeah. it, right? Um, but I didn't realize I'd gotten so far like, beyond, beyond that. Yeah, and when I checked the recommended levels, I was like 10 levels ahead of it, and I'm like, geez, I better like go and do these areas. Same with Ainsel Riverwell, too, uh, in uh, Lyrnia, right? Oh, Ains yeah, Ainsel Lyrnia, Riverwell. period, right? The, the Dragonkin soldier of Noxtella is the boss at the end of it. This crazy, like, Dragonkin dude. I, I my oh yeah, no, no, I know exactly. You remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I felt like a little bit of Conan snake serp, snake god vibes. I, Did you I get that you. at all? Yeah, I hear you, dude. Uh, that's actually my so yeah, Dragonkin Soldier of Noxtella, bottom of Ainsel Riverwell. I guess mild spoilers, but that's so far that's my that's my favorite boss in Elden Ring. Hmm. It's my favorite uh, just visually. Okay, like I okay. was completely like I almost stopped fighting to stare at him because <laughs> I was just like so impressed by the art design. I don't know, like it really it really captivated me. Um, you got him? He was super easy because unfortunately I'm really overleveled, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought that those areas were going to be super high level, like endgame stuff, and mm. didn't realize how 
manageable they were, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyways, all that to say, so with Matt, I, we played in... Um, yeah, see off a river well. We kind of just did the whole... Yeah, I mean, we ran around the whole area. Hmm. You know, like you can use your horse when you play by yourself, but it's like... There's no real need there. Yeah, it's like manageable size. It is, completely. And we just kind of ran around and explored the whole area and did like a sort of kind of a true co-op session, hmm. you know, and it was it was pretty good, hmm. you know? I mean, it's like not as good as... So all that to say, you know, I feel like you don't need the horse. No, a lot of it you don't. A but lot in, of it you don't. In the open terrain of like Limgrave, Lyrnia, they're so vast, mm-hmm. you know, and one person can use the horse in single player. I just don't... Well, some of the bosses too... Um, <clears throat> jump to the other side and by the time you run yeah. to them they're yeah. back at the side that you were just at you know and it's like exactly exactly and it kind of like you run into a lot of artificial constraints of like you know Matt wanted to like do some co-op in like Landel Royal Capital which I totally like currently I'm 93 uh, enough. and I yeah and I, th- and I think I was like 86 at the time or something but high enough to be able to like maybe help him and I'm, but it's kind of like I was like uh, we, it was late in the session and I was like I don't have bonfires there sites of grace so like I would have to run from like a you know what I mean or, or disconnect and I horse over and then I get one and yeah. then we reconnect but it's just like it just causes hassles yep. whereas it's like if I could just ride the horse with him well we could Go in. I could go into his game at the closest one I have, and then we just gallop over in like yeah. thirty seconds. You know, yeah. I don't know. You. It just it just feels like a, it feels like a very artificial constraint to me mm. that doesn't make sense. But um, I'm kind of with you. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of it really doesn't matter, as you say. You know, it's like you don't want the horse. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just kind of like yeah. I really don't. You know, the, the the more I think about it, the more I just cannot imagine the reason why it's good. Like they need to dis. Disable. Yeah, like, I mean, because I even feel like the same way that the game in single player does, you know, you you have to disengage from the horse if someone invades you. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they could just apply the same stuff to multiplayer. Exactly. You know, like, you just de-horse in certain occasions. Or, like, if a boss suddenly appears and it would be too game-breaking to have two mounted people fighting it, then just de-horse them Mm -hmm. at that point in time. Well, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of bosses that you can't ride in, you know, like, indoor, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. I haven't tried on a no, lot. No, you're, you're right. You're I right. I mean, I'm pretty sure. sure. There's a lot of bosses you can't summon yeah. Um, yeah. your ashes yeah. at either. Anyways, all, I mean, I guess all that to say, like, I feel like f- just for this article itself, of course, it's, you know, it's only on PC, but I feel like it's maybe a nice, it's good for From Software to get the message that perhaps people might like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe do their own research into, like, you know, would, would it make sense to have the horse? Yep. Um, and my perspective on that is kind of... F- you know, talking about the other articles we mentioned before, is kind of like since this is the most impressive open world game, I don't know, maybe ever. I don't, I, I don't know. Like it certainly has a chance of being. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it is or not, I don't know. But it's definitely the most impressive open world game of like at least like you know the past couple of years, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like it's successful enough for from software to maybe want to take notice. Yeah. To maybe think about like it could this actually be better? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and maybe check how many people download this mod. Yeah, you, you know, know yeah. what the player base for that is. Totally, totally. It's really, it's really good for it to be kind of out in the open, and like they're at a position of success right now that I feel like they actually might be motivated to check. You know, yeah, which is uh, extremely cool. Kick it over back to you if you have anything more to say about. Not it. really. Move just, on to. <clears throat> I say let's move on. Yeah, I mean, Elden Ring's amazing, and that's pretty much all I have to say. I mean, I guess the last thing that I want to let's just talk real quick about the the sales. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have been talking about the success of the game, right? Like, it's nothing new. Um, but I thought the numbers were actually interesting. Like, the 3.4 million, uh, which is probably a little bit higher now, reported by Ben and Emco. According to the IGN article, uh, updated on 
May 13th. The original article stated that per sales figures collected by the MPD group for April 2022, Elden Ring was the second best-selling game of the month, trailing only LEGO Star Wars Skywalker Saga, and remains the best-selling game of 2022 so far. However, its extra sales pushed it over the mark set by Call of Duty Vanguard. And then the, the IGN article notes that this is an enormous achievement, with Call of Duty games invariably being among the U.S.'s best-selling games of the year, almost every year since 2009's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. This information totally checks out. Uh, Elden Ring has also passed Vanguard sales, despite the latter having been on sale three months longer. Now, there was, then there was an update on May 13th, noting that Elden Ring has actually overtaken sales of Call of Duty Vanguard in the U.S. period uh, since Call of Duty Vanguard came out making it actually the best-selling game of the last 12 months in the country. Well, which to me is fucking mental. It's perfect. Uh, That's what I like to hear. Dude, I mean, I mean, Call of Duty has needed to be needed. Call of Duty's been trashed for a long time. It has, and I have no problem with it being like the most like the most highest selling game. You know, it's got its audience, people love it. Like it's kind of like a what it's like the old friend of FPSs that you always come back yeah, to. Yeah, and, and you know? maybe I over maybe I uh saying it's trash maybe isn't fair, but um, <laughs> whatever. I've seen a lot of shit talking about Vanguard, man. It's very mass market. Yeah, right? but I've seen a lot of shit talking about Vanguard specifically. Sure, and sure. the one before that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've definitely been waning in public popularity mm-hmm. lately. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the, the cultural dialogue, but um, but they did throw Godzilla and King Kong in, right? <laughs> did they? I didn't even know that. <laughs> That's excellent. Just Elden Ring did better. Yeah, so I mean, I guess it's just it's really nice to see a game finally unseat Call Call of Duty. So number one, just that's cool from an industry perspective because it's always good for. I mean, it's going to be good for Call of Duty to have a shakeup too, because you know it gives them the message of like, oh wow, like we're you know we're not we can't just you know release the same old nonsense every single year year after year. That's what they've been doing, right? That's what they've been doing. So it's like they they kind of needed a kick in the pants, maybe. I'd say so. It's good for them, Uh, even if it, it hurts them financially for a brief period of time. It'll probably be good for them in the long run. And also on top of that, the the mere fact that so Elden Ring did those numbers has overtaken Call of Duty Vanguard in the U.S. and has only been out for like, isn't it? Is it not a? Fr- I'm gonna need to check the times. Is it? A, it's a fraction of the time, isn't it? I believe, Call yeah. Call of Duty Vanguard. So and Call of Duty has been out. Sorry, Vanguard has been out from November fifth, twenty twenty one. Okay. Um, and Elden Ring came out in February. Oh February twenty wow. fifth. Wow. So it's got four months on it, Jeez. and it still has beat it. Has it beat? Right, and the type of game too. Like the thing exactly. with the thing with the Call of Duty games is like people that are fans of the franchise just get the next one and they play with their friends, right? Exactly. Um, it's got a pretty solid market already. Elden Ring did not. Yeah. Right. Like I mean, maybe the people that were into Dark Souls jumped on it, but I don't know. Um, I mean, you can tell like someone like me has been paying attention to it since day one, mm-hmm. but you know. I had to convince a buddy um, to get it who's played like all the Dark Souls. They're like really? his favorite games, and I was wow. like... that's weird. Yeah, he was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it. Uh, I think Crusader Kings 3 was coming out soon enough, and he was like, oh, I'm waiting on this. And I'm like, well... It's actually respectable because it's such a different game. <laughs> like, I guess you're not really a Dark Souls fan then, right? Like, I mean, you, if you didn't just buy the next game, like... I guess you're not really a fan. He's like, well, no, no, no. I platinumed all the others. I'm like, yeah, but if you're not buying their newest thing, you can't really like them that much. Fucking bought it that night. <laughs> like Dark Souls fans or FromSoft fans in general, they're kind of like Cyclists of Montreal. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? That's rough. That's rough. Dude, I mean, speaking as a From Software fan, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm allowed to say that if anyone is. Jesus. We're fucking annoying. <laughs> like, like, they're super elitist. Like, they're kind of the worst. I like, don't know. The whole get know. good thing. That cracks nah, me up. They, they can be pretty rough at times. Dude, all cracks people me up in too, games, but... everybody, in every video game, 
Like, there's no such thing. Maybe like Animal Crossing. I don't know. But every online game I've played, dude, it's the most toxic people in the fucking world. <laughs> like, seriously, the community is unbelievable. The Ark community. Yeah. The Conan community. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. These people. Um, so to say that Those Dark people. Souls are the worst? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, well, This is maybe just my insider, you know, from soft well, angle talking, you know. Yeah, like I, yeah, I pay attention yeah. to them a lot. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, they say that a lot on Sacred Symbols Podcast, and I 100% wholeheartedly agree with them. The GTA player base. They've got to be the most toxic. Yeah, but you expect it from them. I mean, I expect it from them. I wouldn't expect it from Frumps. I mean, it's like the the games are so tasteful. I guess in general, yeah. you know what I mean. It's like that's why I find it's like an amusing is dichotomy the right word contrast between yeah. just like you know how so serious the games are and how like puerile and like infantile the like uh, the I community can be sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I just I just don't know. But I mean, <laughs> for the most part, I've found people pretty cool. Like. Um, for I mean, in terms part, of in terms of getting invaded, like, yo, people bow. What the fuck? Oh yeah, man, it's pretty. Dope. I mean, yeah, what the pretty fuck? Dope. They yeah. let you buff up, like. Yeah, there's I like legit met, etiquette. I haven't met very many toxic people on there. No. Um, no compared no. to every other online game I've played, like this is the most. <laughs> this is the most. I don't know. They're just they're just good people. They're just good people. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, like the the cultural dialogue about Dark Souls outside of the actual playing, of the right? Game. Like right, not right, really right. the. It's just like how players talk about the game, mm-hmm. or how maybe more like how like industry intellectuals talk about Dark Souls. <clears throat> maybe that's what more annoys me. Like people like me. How mm. people like me talk about Dark Souls. Like it's the you know the creme de la creme, like the best things since sliced bread. Like, yeah, yeah. But it is. It kind of is. Uh, Elden Ring is. Yeah. Dark Souls, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm play. not sure if, I know what you, if you know what you're talking about. I don't know. Well, I, I, again, I, didn't, I played Dark Souls 3 briefly, but um, <laughs> really not that much. Now that I've played this, I might go back. Dark Souls 3 is a little, yeah. I mean, to me, like the kings are Dark Souls, and I wouldn't have said Demon Souls, but now with the remake, yeah, maybe I'd say Demon Souls too. Hmm. But Dark Souls 1 is really like, that's the... You know, you were talking about the cleanness of um, Fortnite earlier mm-hmm. when we were having a little chat. Um, there's something about Dark Souls that, to me, it's a cleanness. Hmm. It's a cleanness of design. A clean feel. Yeah, mm. that isn't present in... Like, Dark Souls 3 has more variety. And, see, Dark Souls 3 is, like, the beginnings of Elden Ring to me. Hmm. But it's like a it's like a proto... It's like a, it's like a larval version of Elden Ring. A larval tier? <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, wow, that, that derailed me hard. Um, yeah, Dark Souls Three is like the proto version. I mean, sorry. Yeah, Dark Souls Three is like the proto version of Elden Ring. Okay. Whereas Dark Souls is like a it exhibits a cleanness of design that you can't have in a game as open as Elden Ring. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's got a it's got a more of a simple smaller scale thing going on that's just like to me I find really appealing. Hmm. Same with Bloodborne. It's like self contained. It's tight. It's it's a very very it's a, it's um one of the shortest of their games. Hmm. You know, like it's it's can take you forever because it's hard or difficult to master. But the actual length of the game, like someone like me who's who's beat, someone like me who's beaten Dark, I still feel annoying saying that. There's really no other way to say it. <laughs> a person like me who beat the game like maybe you know twenty times and is a little obsessed, perhaps like it becomes um, you know so second nature that like you can you can you really can get through it in like tw- twenty six hours or something, right? Hmm. Like, but only because you know, you I, know I, it inside out. I kind of just don't die when I play it. Yeah, you know. So enough. it's like yeah, front to back, it's not long, but like the first playthrough was like a hundred hours easily. You right, know what I mean? right. But physically, the game in scope is just like pretty contained. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, all that to say. 
the Dark Souls three is sort of like uh, Larval Tear uh, of of Elden Ring. Right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. That was a massive tangent there. Apologies. But to get back on topic, I guess I just I'm really curious about the future of uh, of FromSoft because of the massive success this is. Mm-hmm. I think that the level of success this game is is really being kind of perhaps underappreciated by the the games industry. I mean, like, it's not like, you know, they've lavished praise all over it. You know, they've talked about how well it's doing, all this, the sales numbers. If it doesn't win Game of the Year... That's going to be absurd. Then yeah. people need to fuck right off. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's just... Absurd. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you and what could even possibly... I mean, I'm racking my brain right now Vanguard. for, like... Vanguard. <laughs> no, that's, that's last year. That's last year. Oh, right? okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's true. Horizon. Horizon. Horizon's going to do that's, it. It's going to yeah, win. It probably will. But it's a Sony-only game. They're gonna grease some palms. I mean, a, They're gonna it's grease... literally not better. <laughs> well, no, <B. laughs> no, but you you saw all the shit posting from devs about Elden Ring, right? Um, from no, I heard about it. My God, um, yeah, eh? like get the fuck out of here, guys. Um, how like, are you? Like, I don't know. You want to be a little bit more insecure about your game developing? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, um, wasn't there a bunch from Ubisoft too? Yeah, it was particularly amusing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you know that accidentally we got on Ubisoft because that's one of the things I wanted to say was like I, f- I actually feel like you know with I'd like to do a, like a, maybe a post-mortem episode about Elden Ring at some point in time and see you know after the dust has settled like mm-hmm. what if what do people feel about the game six months from after it came out mm-hmm. a year after it came out because it's kind of unheard of the level of like hype and critical praise it got right it's yep. like it's like you know once in a generation of games sort of type level stuff you know yeah um, and but I also really think that just the success of it could really take the games industry in a different direction because it, you know, what it could mean that a game like this from a company that has previously been so niche in its appeal uh, and so niche in its audience and fan base, like finally sort of going big, like almost selling out in a way, like they didn't sell out, but like. Held. They're, yeah, I mean, they held fast, but they're, the success level is that of what you would think of someone who would, who would sell out. For sure. Because it's like, it's, it's unbelievable. These levels of numbers are like completely unheard of yep. for this style of game. And it's like the amount, and I mean, I, um, to take from the Sacred Symbols podcast, like the guys on there keep referring, it to, referring to the level of success as being related to the fact that it's kind of a water cooler game. The way that you just talk, you can talk around the water cooler about it. I hear that, and it's completely like I completely agree with them, and I think that is why it's so successful is because the stories, you yeah. know, like yeah. on a, on a level that didn't exist in other, because the other games are a little bit are more linear, they're not as open, mm-hmm. you know, like the amount of different ways you can approach this game. Oh, dude, it's I've, crazy. I've talked to a bunch of people about it, and such a different experience than what I did. Like they just went completely different direction. Yeah, like uh, we talked about bosses, and they're like. Oh yeah, this is how I did it. And it's just like what? Like you fucking serious? Like, yeah. Jesus! Someone's telling me how to kill Rykard, and I'm like, like what the fuck are you talking about, buddy? Like are you serious? Like and like yeah, no, this is how I had to do it. You know, I'm like, you didn't pick up the fucking weapon, like the special weapon for Rykard, like spoilers, uh, dude. <laughs> okay, but like just I don't know, man. The yeah. the completely how to get across the lake of rot. You know, it's like the experience there, and it's just like completely different experiences. Um, It's crazy. You can approach it tons of different ways. Yeah, Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It's a little underappreciated, the impact this could have for the industry at large. Mm -hmm. You know, like like a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. In particular, with From Software themselves, and it's like it makes me concerned now that, like, they may have a lot of trouble because this... this type of success is not... Replicable. It's completely unknown to them. 
Yeah. Well, right? yeah, it's, it's, it's both. It's probably irreplicable. Here. I would say. Uh, and it's also completely unknown to them in the history of the company so far. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, their games have always been successful critically. To a point. Yeah, to a point, And they've always found, like, a, a small niche group of fans that really, really love them. Mm-hmm. So they've always been appreciated, but not like this. This might open up a door to... Who knows, man? They you know? might really take over. I mean, it could both destroy their company, and it could make it one of the most successful in the world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's it's sort of like... It's, it's so big that it's the possibilities are kind of... Well, I just hope they don't lose their... Uh... Their roots, you know, or yeah. they, their their gamer cred, yeah, their street cred, for I, sure. I, I hope because yeah. really, I just want. Well, I'm excited for the DLC. Are, is the DLC actually known? No, no. I don't think so. It's not I confirmed. Saw something. It's about extremely it. likely. I, I saw something about DLC for it, and it was like how excited. It was like a poll. There's been a lot like, of speculation. Yeah. I mean, it's not anything yeah. actually coming out. I'm fucking excited for it. I mean, the most concrete information we've had about that so far is that famous, I want to say Redditor, but I could be getting this wrong, but the posts that he made um, where he found that you can actually... You remember the Coliseum in... Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. where you first find that invader guy, yeah, and he found out that you can, you know, you can glitch the walls a bit, and you can see the actually the entirety of the interior is modeled mm-hmm. and like has seats and stuff, and looks like a giant arena. Yeah, I mean that's add... probably. I mean, I that's mean, I can't you know that's that good speculation. Would... Like, will it happen? See... It's like with this amount of success and whatnot, I can't see them not personally. I I, I agree with you. I hope they don't, uh, because to me, it you has... hope they don't. Yeah, because it usually they don't add DLC. Yeah. Because it usually weakens the product. Oh. Yeah. Generally speaking, the DLC is... I mean, there has been exceptions, like Artorias of the Abyss. There's an argument for Dark Souls was a better product before, before Artorias of Abyss came out. I personally love Artorias of Abyss, but I can still see the argument that it maybe made what was, you know... I just feel like DLC almost always inevitably weakens the... If it's if, you, if you've got a 10 on 10 to begin with, it's for sure going to take it down to like a 9.5. I don't know, man. I think Be- they left it. They left too many openings in the story. Uh, I think they maybe, absolutely maybe. need it. Maybe um, this is the game where you do, but also I feel like the Dark Souls DLC for like, you know, 2 and 3 are like pretty mixed. Hmm. I mean, the Bloodborne DLC was fucking awesome. I'll, That's s- what I'll I say heard, that. Yeah. Um, but the, the Dark Souls 2 and 3 DLC, they did multiple packages and like they were very mixed. Like some of the, some of it was extremely well received, others very just sort of tepid. Well, I'm I don't hoping know. I'm, I want DLC. I personally yeah. I want more shit. As much, give me as much as you got. Um, I, I I understand that perspective. To me, the game is so fucking huge that like I think I'm cool with it as is. But no, I want more. I don't know. I want more. <laughs> well, you're gonna get it no matter what, mm. right? I mean, I, I, they're not gonna not deal for DLC. I can't imagine. They yeah. kind of see that's the, that's the thing that makes me worried for the company is that that kind of logic. Right, like they can't not do DLC. No, but they did in the past too. For so, sure, for sure. I mean, without that level of success, so. But the finance, the finance aspect puts a lot of pressure on that, right? Mm-hmm. Like because it's so, it's so that successful. It but puts that a lot of pressure. Give them, that should give them the finances to really put out something solid. Right? Hey, there's that too. There's that too. Yeah, for sure. As long as Miyazaki's involved, uh, I'm, I'm on board. I mean, and I still, I'm really hoping for. I mean, we had that Armored Core uh, leak spoilers before, right? Mm-hmm. Which is still, you know, not it's not an official thing, right? Uh, but it looks like, for all intents and purposes, they are working on an Armored Core. I mean, kind of. Why wouldn't they? Also, mm-hmm. I hope that they take a take a break and they like pour their efforts into like a what's hopefully a really solid Armored Core that is like a reboot of the first Armored Core. But you know, I don't even care about Armored Core, honestly. I'm it's too, I'm cool too hell-bent on Elden Ring. I mean, give me I, more I, Elden I, Ring, I man. I don't you know. give a shit. It is the shit. It is the shit. Just give me more. Anyways, we've gone on way too long. Yes. We'll cut there, but uh, all that to say, I'm really curious to see what the, what, what this means for the future of the industry. Yep. Because it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and it know. better fucking win Game of the Year. 
Yeah. <laughs> really? It, I mean, for me, it'd be, it'd be pretty hard. Like, critically speaking, I think it's pretty fucking hard to argue that it well, shouldn't. Unless but. something really epic comes out. Because, again, it is... Well, we're halfway through. Have you looked at the slates for this year? Hmm. Dude, there's not... I mean, they blew, blew their load. Can I say that? They blew, blew their load with uh, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Yeah, I mean, well. uh, like, that was the other big... If there was going to be something, mm-hmm. it was going to be that, I think. And that did do extremely well, but it's just not... It's not on Elden Ring's level. No. You know, it's close. You know, I it's really p- liked Horizon. I got the DLC for that. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I played the hell out of it. Mm. But compared to Elden Ring, it's like... It's a fucking dumpster fire. I mean, I clearly It's a beautiful game. That, that yeah. was a terrible yeah. analogy, but... Um, no, I, I mean, you're being dramatic, but yeah, also... Big time. You know, there is a significant... There, there's a very substantial difference in quality between oh Horizon Zero Dawn it's, and Elden Ring. It's you know? night and day. It really is night and day, and that's not saying Elden... I mean, that's not saying Horizon's a bad game. No. It's no. just saying Elden Ring is a really, really, truly exceptional game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's always the possibility that, like, you know, God of War Ragnarok, I believe, is still... In theory, coming out in 2022, although everyone assumes it's not. Yeah. But I, I can't know. see what else could dethrone it. I yeah, and mean, even uh, if they did something amazing, I can't see it being better than this. Like, neither <laughs> can I. Yeah, neither can I. Personally. Um, just... well, Again, but I'm, I'm a fanboy now. Like, I'm an Elden Ring. I'm an Elden Lord, actually. <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm happy to see it, I'm man. I'm a fucking Elden Lord. I mean, I'm, get, I'm, getting, I'm happy that I'm getting back into Elden Ring, but honestly, like, seeing you become the master of a From Software game <laughs> before me. Is actually one of the most like existentially satisfying things for me as a gamer. Master's a stretch. I suck still. Uh, compared to me, you're the master. I mean, well, if there, if we had to pick one between the two of us, well, I would kill you. Yes, but yeah. um, <laughs> but comparatively, like it no. feels like a teacher becomes the student moment. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I've been like trying to sell these from software games ever since yeah. the beginning. <laughs> yeah, you you really have been pushing. Yeah. I try, man. I try. Yeah. Oh, hey, I appreciate but, uh, it. I thoroughly I'm, appreciate it. I'm really happy you enjoyed it. This was yeah, a hook, line, and uh, sinker. Uh, <laughs> best game I've bought probably ever. Wow. Like seriously, like in terms of, I'm so against buying games day one. Yeah, or early. You do talk Um, a lot about that, dude. I won't. I agree with you. I won't do it anymore. Just after '76. Yeah, and all kinds of shit. But '76 was a big one, and Mm -hmm. um, but it's also it's become a trend, right? To put out unfinished games. Yeah, and I'm just it really pisses me off. So to play something this good. This early, like I, yeah. I don't know, it it floored and, me. And you see the the from software level of polish too, mm-hmm. which is like on a level that like previously existed only with like kind of like Nintendo maybe. Well, it's like know? okay, so it is possible. <laughs> I was unsure 100%. if it was possible. Yeah. You know, like um, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, maybe games are just you know evolved into something that can't be released in a completed. You know, as a finished product, maybe it's just the way it is now. And like, no, 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 yeah, no. I mean, this improved. That no, that's not the case. Other companies just suck. Yeah. And yeah. Hey, this is how it's done. You raise an extremely good point. Yeah. Yeah. It actually, it one hundred percent. Like you don't have to tolerate it from other people. I won't. You can buy. Like you can. You can ju- actually just buy from software games but or other people that release finished games. It, like, that's what I'm gonna do. Like again, yeah. I still won't yeah. buy games day one or too early on. Um, but I will if it's Rumsoft. Yeah. Because until I'm disappointed, they've got me. Like, I'm on their side. 100%. Well, that's a great note to end on. Yep. So we'll take a little break, and we'll come back with some news. Sounds good. All right. 